0: Welcome to the Best Player Wins Podcast, where we believe that winning is winning, no matter by how little or by how much. We are still your hosts. I am Sean Cows, and I am joined today by Sean Boehrich. Hey.
1: Hey, everybody. How's it going? Hey,
0: guys. Uh, it's going to be kind of an abbreviated episode. I, for those who haven't saw in the uh, lead chat, I'm going to be heading on my honeymoon. Uh, we postponed it a year, um, but we're still, we wanted to get an episode, and you guys will get a full episode with a return of one of the OGs next week. Um, but, but right now I wanted to make sure we got, uh, an episode in after, uh, especially after the weeks that our teams both had, right, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I had to take the opportunity to come on here and brag a little bit.
0: Yeah, sorry, would have been good to me. Not only to not talk about his trade, but also to talk about the game we both had. Um, listen, that's, that's the way fantasy goes sometimes, but I'm, I'm not going to complain about putting up a 188 marker, so... <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think I think that for me this was a big big week, um, just because I kind of proved to myself that my team could do it. So,
0: yeah, right, like last week you you, you get those week one dinners where you're like, wait, do I suck at this? Like, do you yeah, put up a hundred, like just north of a hundred. Do I suck at this? You know, it's that yeah. thing. So,
1: yeah, basically,
0: yeah, I'm with you. Um, but so we're we're back in the thick of it. We'll kind of go over what the standings and everything looks like, and we'll review all the matchups. But uh, first thing, we'll kind of jump into some fantasy headlines here. I think there's only. There's there's a bunch of ones that all fall under one umbrella. Right? They what, what what went on with the injuries?
1: Yeah, I I don't know honestly. Like the injuries from the past week have been uh, horrid, right? I mean, I think that I I I read a thing online that the the best or well, the most valuable players in fantasy right now are like Henry Pollard and Josh Jacobs because otherwise the the running back room is just absolutely decimated in terms of injuries.
0: Yeah, and they're not um,
1: injured. Yeah, right, right. They're yep. the only healthy guys.
0: Right. Um, Even a guy like you know, we'll talk about Richardson or Waddle. Even if they come back now, you carry that concern for the next couple of weeks. They're going to carry a cue, you know, across the as they nurse back to health. It's just it's never comfortable as a fantasy manager once a guy gets hurt until he's yeah. fully healthy, whatever that means.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's possible to be fully healthy in, in an NFL season. And I think that that that's a really good point that like. Um, Richardson Waddle, uh, Tay, I saw, um, Lamar Jackson has an injury, Iq, and those type mm-hmm. of things will carry with a guy for the next six weeks as, as you wonder when they're going to re-aggravate that injury and be out for, for two or three weeks, which you know, and I know it's early, but we are kind of getting to the point in the season where if, if somebody goes down, like you really are, are wondering about your playoff odds, you know? You can't take yeah, a couple bad up, losses.
0: I carry. Well, we'll talk about the first guy. I think Chubb and the, I carry him in our BPW Keeper league, and I'm yep. throwing my hands up because, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know what to do to replace him with. That that injury last night was. I mean, we discussed it in the group chat. Yeah, that was sickening.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was disgusting, and I, I know that obviously a lot of you, we, me and Sean, didn't talk about it, but uh, I had an opportunity last night to get tickets like last minute to the game, and me and Sean talked about going. And I, I just can't imagine having like being there and seeing that too, you know? So yeah. I, I don't know if I'm upset or happy. Um,
0: yeah. You know? Cause it was a good result in terms of game time, but man, that's, that's one of those things like if you're there for that kind of injury. Ugh. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, Oh, go ahead. Yeah. I was just going to say, Steph, Tennessee has also said, if they believe that he is out for the season already, they weren't yeah. messing around with it. So yeah, it's a worst case scenario for, for next and for fantasy owners. But yeah. What were we saying?
1: Yeah. I, so like, I, I will say I had a, um, a weird reaction to that because I was actually against Chubb and Watson and they needed 40 points combined um, to beat my nausea
0: mm-hmm. and,
1: and to beat my nausea for me to lose last week. I didn't think that they would get it, but there's always that chance. And so like Chubb getting out was good for my win, but I, I mean, some things are about fantasy. You never want to see a guy, a guy get hurt at, at that level. So.
0: Yeah. Um, and it, it's also scary because it, Couple of years removed, but he was. This is the same knee that he blew up the last time in 2015. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's real wonders. talk.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a real talk that he's, he's might, that might be a, a, an end to his career, or at least the career that we know of him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so. cause, I mean, he's one of the what, like, guys you can count on one hand their actual bell backs. Yep. So yeah. Yeah. see 20 plus touches a game and do it mostly on the ground. So, yeah,
1: i mean i'm hardly an expert um yeah, i can't imagine that that knee is in any type of good shape right now though
0: no i mean we can get bill boat right if we get bill boat right he'll tell us yeah. what's going on
1: yeah right
0: but <laughs> yeah uh, along with Chubb, uh anthony richardson he was out questionable with a concussion he's in uh uh the concussion protocol boat so we don't know where he sits right now um i know for you obviously as was your qb2 that's gonna matter uh Jalen Waddle at the end of the first quarter. Again, a play, I you know, you know you, we're not NFL coaches, but you're wondering why you're throwing at that point. Yeah. Um, takes a nasty hit to the head. He's still in, in concussion protocol. And Devontae Adams is claiming he's already cleared concussion protocol, but I don't think we've had any official release from the team. So, I mean, that's four guys right there who were all taken probably within, what, three rounds,
1: four rounds? Like, I think I took Anthony Richardson at, like, six. Five, maybe. Yeah, I guess
0: he would have been lately. But, but still,
1: I, I, to, to phrase it the way, top performers, like yeah, top elite, of the top of the talent elite. Hope,
0: yeah, elite guys would. Right. Yeah,
1: I mean, Jalen Waddle and Tay have have. We know that they are elite, and Anthony Richardson is showing that he he. I don't want to call him elite. That feels like a stretch. Um, a, an elite fantasy asset. We'll, we'll say that.
0: <laughs> I mean, seventeen points in a first quarter, and a he yeah. looked like he was at least from a fantasy perspective. He was going to put him elite numbers so yeah you know one one game does not have a career or a season make but i mean he was looking pretty good
1: um, yeah i mean he played 16 minutes of football uh i i saw a thing that he played uh, this weekend the first quarter and one drive or one minute of the second quarter so 17 points in 16 minutes of football is is absurd and obviously that's propped up by two touchdowns but still yeah
0: but he got them right and right. again touchdowns aren't really guaranteed but if he's if that's something he consistently can do with both his arm and his legs, I yeah. mean, I mean well, it, coming off of that touchdown run was impressive. Absurd?
1: I mean, yeah. honestly, it looks like they're looking to set up design runs for him in the red zone. I, I I think that's got a lot to do with him not really trusting him to pass in the red zone, but I don't know. What do I know? I'm not yeah. a football coach. You know what is interesting, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. and I should know oh. this, and I could Google it, they have Steichen as their head coach, right? Steichen, Steichen?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I can just confirm it real quick. Uh, yeah, sounds taken.
1: And he was the Q- coordinator for the Eagles for, last year, right? For Jalen Hurts in the, yep. yeah. And, and his big running breakout year. I think that yep. bodes well for Richardson's uh
0: Yeah, yeah that's usage. definitely been one of the big things for him, for sure, is that people are going to be able to he can do it with Hurts, he can do it with Richardson. With,
1: yeah, well, you hope. You know, I, I, I do yeah. think next year, though, we'll be talking about Richardson early in the draft. Um,
0: yeah, no, he's definitely going to move on. He yep. nearly, you won't be taken nearly for a couple of days. Yeah, um, but just continuing on with that brain. Uh, I mean, another you're talking about another league guy. Reed, he read aggravates that calf strain that he injured. Himself. Saquon yep. Barkley. I think they said he's going to miss about three weeks with that in- ankle injury. OBJ, yep. Dave Montgomery, Logan Thomas, Jace Edmonds, ceremony. All these guys were either cut mm-hmm. off or taken off the field. I mean, and again, I don't think that's a comprehensive list, but those are all guys who. You know, for the most part, we'll start if not, or at least on your bench. So what a what a awful week for, for injuries and fantasy.
1: Yeah, I mean, and, and not to belabor the point too much, but our league is thin in talent as it is because we, I, I guess, deep is the word that they would use. We have a we have a deep league, and so yeah. it can be really tough to look re, like return replace guys when you have injuries. Um,
0: yeah, well, it's, know, you know, you want to find guys in the room, you know, like Puka Nakua, uh, yeah. who we'll talk about here in a second. But you, you hope that you, especially early on, you find that guy who ends up being the waiver wire like Messiah. So, uh, yeah. But why don't why don't we jump into that there? Let's let's do a little trade talk. Uh, there was only one trade to be made, and of course, just because Vote right, has to be the embodiment of the internet and be first, yeah. uh, you had to make the first deal with Nate. Um, this was a
1: stated goal of mine to be the first trade.
0: I mean, you were lobbying hard last week with Eddie post podcast to make it happen. I had to drop off the call just so you two could negotiate, but nothing came of that. But clearly you found a you found a taker in Nate and Nate we always know Nate's willing to willing to do a deal and generally pretty good at him too. So um yeah, I mean the the deal stated for anyone who hasn't seen. Uh Nate gets Jalen Wannell, uh Jamal Williams and Zach Scarbonate. You got Fuka Nakua, Najee Harris, and Jalen Warren. Uh I'll let you uh, kind of explain your thought process after I kind of give my my takes because we kind of had two takes on this. There was the initial reaction, and then you can kind of apply it to how it looked out this week. Again, one week does not um, does not a season make. But post deal, um, I, I was not a huge fan, if I'm being honest. Um, I I told you very early on I was I was worried about Naji, but I was, at least we got Warren in that. Pukunikua, I think that I still, there's still enough uncertainty and I'm also a little selfish in that I need him to not be well whenever cup comes back or at least, be, you know, at least Cup to be viable with him. And I was a big waddle guy. I, I fully support Jeff and off Jamal Charles and Zach Charbonnet. We've seen Charbonnet doesn't really have a role right now, unless Kenneth Walker goes down. Jamal Williams is a rental. And then we don't know what he looks like after week three, whenever, um, uh, I'm blanking here. Uh, going back in tomorrow. Alvin tomorrow will come back, but I'm a big Waddle guy. I really am. And maybe that's a, maybe, maybe I'm tempering that take a little bit as I'm seeing his usage, which I would say after looking at a week of usage, I mean, I, you can't argue really with the results. You played Nazi and Nazi unfortunately had another Nazi week, but you're probably going to play Warren as the starter in, at least next week and Puka. I mean, just. Snaps. I don't was was he wide receiver one for the week? I believe
1: he actually wasn't. I believe Mike Evans was. Um,
0: I, I thought I thought he put up thirty and Evans put up twenty nine, but I could be wrong.
1: I think Evans uh, put up thirty one. I only know oh, that because okay, maybe him. he
0: attacked on some at the end there. But regardless, I mean dude, we're splitting hairs. I, I I think results will allow me to eat my initial take a little bit in that you know at least for now he's the guy in LA and he's doing it. But what was kind of your thought process going into that?
1: Yeah, so it's actually funny. Nate reached out to me on Sunday with this deal, and mm-hmm. I my initial reaction was like, "Why would I give up Waddle? Why would you know?" And I I kind of told him that, you know, um. But every morning, and he can attest this. Every morning, I would wake up and I would text him thoughts, and then finally Wednesday, I text him. I was like, "Hey, man, like, and to be clear, like, when I would text him thoughts, I would you know play around with different versions of this deal, um, and." To his credit, he held pretty firm on where he was at with it, um, and so every morning I would kind of, you know, think things through, and then I would spend the day like researching or looking around online. And I wish that I could say that I I had some uh some secrets formula that that was how I or like what I was doing with my research, um, but really I was just googling is Puka Nakua good. <laughs> <And> <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and on
0: the 30 points he, he might there. I
1: don't know. And so I, I eventually like came to the realization that he, he and Nate had made this point day one, but right, somebody doesn't get that type of volume and then him not be their first like look, at least for the short term. Yeah, the big question was, what is what is the rest of what does it look like post Cup's return if Cup comes back because Cup will command a target share. And I think that as more information came out and people, you know, thought things through a little bit more, I do think that it really boiled down to I'm confident that he can do what Jalen Waddle was doing with Cup there to, to Tyreek and Jalen, right? Yeah. Right. So I, I, I get I, I, the,
0: the, the that right. staff, for that sure.
1: So I get a I, I basically get a, a a dollar store cup, right, for okay. three or four weeks. And I then mean, I get Jalen Waddle back.
0: I mean um, through his first two weeks are better than first two weeks or even in his historic season. So call him yeah. Dollar store, but uh he may be he may he may be the real product. We'll we'll eventually
1: see. It's funny because this deal was I I I, I know why Nate reached out to me, because I had Jamal Williams and I needed to replace that running back, right? Yep. Um this deal was Puka plus for me. I I, the, I I did this deal not because I wanted Najee or yeah. Jalen Warren because they're just not you know, the, the benefit of Najee is he's somebody that I can start or Jalen Warren is he's somebody I can start that's not going to disappear in three weeks when the lead back comes back. Right. But I firmly believe that Puka Nakua is a top 10 wide receiver this year for like rest of season no matter what. And I think that right. if Cup if doesn't come back or is out longer than till week five. I think that he you're looking at a top five wide receiver rest of the season. Yeah. Well, um,
0: I'll agree with the second half. I think if it, it's tough that they wreck him if his injury's worse, if it has that nerve issue and it's gonna take longer than the four weeks off of uh short term IR. Um, I agree with you. I think that just based on targets here alone, he's at least gonna sit within the top ten, if not the top five, just based on his own performance. I mean it's not like he wasn't getting top tier coverage, or he wasn't anything like that. He wasn't flying under the radar. He he just was performing. Yeah, Cup comes back. Even if, I think what honestly happened is it'll ease Cup into the role, and and Puka will hold his spot for a week or two. But then you may see it even out and equalize. And so I think it actually drops both of their stock to like top fifteen, which isn't like oh god, you throw your hands up, right? Top fifteen, top twenty. You are like oh okay, well okay. This is a, Wide receiver, two flex guy, and not a a wide receiver one guy, but still that's productive. And yeah. at the end of the day, all you need is them to put up the point. So
1: I think I think the big thing for me, and I, like I said, not to belabor talking about Nakua too much, but I think the thing for me is let's let's create a scenario where he gets half his target share post cups return. That's still ten targets a week, and that's yeah. like people like people want those numbers out of their wide receiver ones, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Like, oh, um, I mean, most productive wide receivers only work off of anywhere between seven to twelve targets a game, just because of yeah, You know, unless you're even Omneron. I was going to say Omneron or Cooper Cup, but even Omneron, I think he only, I know he may have had 12 catches. So unless you're a volume guy who's also productive, which there are not a ton of those guys in the league, most of the top performers, even I think uh, Mike Evans, I think he only had like eight, was it seven or eight balls he might have caught? I don't so, know. yeah, but, but the point remains, seven to 10 targets a game, it's still you don't feel uncomfortable about seeing that out of a player, so right. you know I think that I think that all in all we'll see how like every trade we'll see how it plays out, but you you're you're probably you're still happy at least uh, after the end of the week, I know,
1: for sure. Yeah, I, I will say that um, I do think that um, Wado will bounce back. I do think that he'll be a good good asset. Um,
0: he'll have a couple of boom games without question. He'll he'll have a game where Tyreek gets double covered or gets a soft gardener. Because um, they will see them twice in the year, you know, he'll get somebody who will blanket Tyreek, um, and maybe not shut him down, but definitely and reduce his usage. And that's where really, you know, any wide receiver, but especially one as talented as Waddle, will we'll, we'll thrive.
1: Yeah, and, and just just to 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 reach back a little bit, so I I am not lying to y'all. Pukunuku is wide receiver two on the year. He's got fifty two points, and that's seven points behind Tyreek Hill, four yeah. points ahead of JJ. And Kyrie Kill had a forty point game. Yes. I mean Puka (laughs) Nakua had a thirty point game though, so right. But I'm just Um, saying,
0: like yeah. yeah. It's not like there's some consistent guy out there who he just boomed like it's yeah, no, the guy he's behind is only just boomed harder one more time.
1: Yeah. I will say the 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 game that Puka Nakua finds the end zone is gonna be a glorious game for me. (laughs) Right. (laughs) He put up thirty points on volume alone.
0: I mean, that's what Cooper Cup would do, right? Even if he mm-hmm. didn't find the end zone, that's that's the same type of. So maybe maybe right, they move one ride right receiver in, in the Sean McVay offense, and that guy's just going to get
1: fed. Well, so. I mean, I think that it's it's, and I know that this pivots to Kyron a little bit, but I think that it's really boils down to they 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 load up their wide receivers, and then they feed their running back to get the touchdown. Sure. I mean, Kyron had what thirty points, twenty five points last week.
0: Yeah, he, he went off this week as well. we'll uh... I'll see if I can find it here real quick, but yeah, it's, I yeah, look. I, I, yeah, for sure. Um, uh, 28, he put up 28, 28 points. Week, yeah.
1: So. He's also yeah. RB two. He's three points behind Christian McCaffrey. So
0: yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, like we'll see how it plays out. Um, but let's kind of, let's transition over to like how the week went. Let's see what all these, uh, headlines kind of are, ended up being so uh the first game we'll take a look at that was cocaine bear which is jake against Morgoth J C. Um Jake takes a win one fifty eight sixty uh, uh to one thirty four eighteen and that it also gives Jake a median win so he goes two two and wow. over the week oh, yeah, JC 20. uh goes 0 and two. Um you know Has anything stand up to you about looking at that game there.
1: No. Um not at least that I can see Jake is first in the league right now. He's four and0. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess love is probably the big story out of that game. Love or Brian Robinson Jr. Yeah. um both those guys are way performing way better than than expected.
0: So. absolutely, and it's sad because uh, J.C. has a has a pretty has a, a somewhat surprisingly because I'm sure people had their questions about Russell Wilson. Uh, he gets nearly 50 points out of his wide or his qB room and then the rest of his events just falls apart. Retall point nine points, Jerry Jerry Duty five, Algiers four, even on sixteen touches. Um, you know, so I d I don't know if I don't know if Jason has to hit the panic button, but I think he just everyone has to put it together on the same
1: week. <laughs> yeah, I mean I think that the big challenge there is AJ Brown, right? It seems it seems to me that the Eagles can really only God, I hate to say this, support one wide receiver one. Um on any given week, it's either Devontae or AJB who blows up and then the other one is kind of left with peanuts, yeah. Um, and so I think that that's going to be a problem for him moving forward. Um,
0: yeah, um, yeah. I, I, that that offense also has to figure it out as a as a Jalen Hurts owner. That offense has to figure it out. Yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: Um, other than running the ball, which hey worked last week, so right. <laughs>
1: um, yeah. So moving on to the next game, this
0: was the the low man, which you know uh, you know we were that last week, so I have the feeling so someone's going to take the win, but. Uh, so Eddie, uh, Mr. Bateman, uh, he wins 128.12 uh, 12 to beating Kyron, uh, who is Gustavo Fring, uh, 104.08. Both guys, though, unfortunately, will take median losses. So, um, I mean, it was a, it was a, a bonding week for both guys. Like you had mentioned, Kyrene Williams is probably the story for Eddie here, putting up 28. Um, and Bright Tongue didn't look terrible. No. Uh, but unfortunately, on the other side, for for Cameron, it's a it's just a low week for everybody. The only one who scores about 20 points is Devontae Adams. So, like we said, comes out with a concussion. Now he's saying he's all right. But, you know, he was out uh, both to Kobe Myers and Austin Eckler, uh, who were both out this week. So I'm not sure there's a whole lot to read into this one.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think that... Um... Bryce Young looked good. I think that the the Panthers' offense doesn't have the the type of cast around him to support him having these huge weeks, unfortunately. Yeah. So
0: I agree with that. Um. Yeah. So not much there to take away, but we'll go ahead and slide on to my matchup with Matt uh, Norman Bates against the fast slinging slasher. Uh, I pop off this week, as we alluded to in the intro, uh, one hundred eighty-eight seventy-three to one hundred thirty-three point four. Um, I'll take a median win and Max will unfortunately take a median loss. Um, I mean, well, I didn't, any thoughts on my week and then I'll kind of, yeah, end it I've,
1: I've got a couple of things. First, first off, we'll about this week uh, or this weekend. I texted Sean probably about four or five, maybe six or so. I don't know. At some point on Sunday, I was like, Hey, you're probably happy about this week. And he's like, I haven't even looked yet. <laughs> and I was like, well, you'll be happy to know that you scored 188 points at this point. <laughs> and and he had no idea um
0: no i I again leaving for honeymoon i wasn't feeling what i'm looking and i'm like nico collins actually popped up holy
1: (laughs) yeah right (laughs) yeah i think i think the biggest thing here is that for me is daniel jones but also the reverse side of that is like i don't know if daniel jones has another 30 point week all year do you know what i mean um also, probably Nico Collins popping off, and it looks like he's going to continue to because he's like the only receiver that Stroud has, and the guy he likes down there. So
0: yeah, he's a, he's a volume play, and I'll, I'll I'll ride that to the bank. He was one of the guys who in preseason I liked and wanted to target just for that reason alone, and and the word coming out of camp um, on the Mac side of things, man, I don't know about Trevor Lawrence. You know, I get it, it can see be because he's got Casey's defense, but. 9.24 points. And it's not like he lit the world on fire last week. I think he put up 17 points or something like that. Um, yeah, so I, everyone keeps waiting for his breakout year. And I know you were skeptical on it, um, but I don't know if I see it. But on the flip side of that, Damien, Pierce struggling with 5.5 points and a guy who struggled both weeks. Um, and, a guy, and a guy I think we expected to be better than that. That's just unfortunate. He throws, you know, Justin Jefferson does Justin Jefferson things, and Rashad White comes out of nowhere for twenty-one points. But, um, you know, we'll we'll see. I I don't think again Max has anything necessarily to be afraid of, but um, you don't like taking the loss there for sure.
1: No, I mean, I, I will say this wouldn't have helped him this week, obviously. But Zay Jones putting up a donut doesn't help him at all. Well, with um, another injury. Yep. So, oh, David Montgomery. Like, I, I just think that he. He caught some bad breaks. I think that the one that's got to hurt the most is Drake London, putting up 18 points on his bench. Um, because Drake London is... that this, this is... And, and Max, my personal opinion, so I'm sure people will tell you differently. This is the problem with Drake London. He's too talented to sit, but he's on an offense that you don't trust to actually put up points. Yeah. So...
0: He put up a dog last week.
1: Right.
0: And no other... Catcher in that offense had, I mean, I think I think Robinson caught, uh, a, a Bijan caught like five balls, but like no other pass catcher in that offense had anything. I think Kyle Pitts put up a donut this or something close right. to it. So, yep. dude, damn it, Arthur Smith, why do you hate? Right? <laughs> why do you hate throwing the ball?
1: <laughs> yes, I think this is going to be your every week stress is like, do I start Drake London? And the mm-hmm. weeks you start him, he'll put up two points, and the weeks you don't, he'll drop thirty bombs on your bench because that's yep. the way it goes with him.
0: Yeah, no, I, I think you and I have fallen a little, but again, yeah, do what you gotta do. Um, moving on to the next matchup, it was Scott, uh, team Pinhead against Negan, uh, who is Damon. Um, in this one, Scott, you know, kind of comes back after a lower week than we expect for him. The guys I think he drafted to be big were big. You yeah. again, to see Barkley go down in the end of that game, but 20 is out of Lamar Jackson, Goff. Uh, uh, Saquon Barkley and T Higgins, uh, you know, the wide receiver two in that Cincinnati offense, but just you know, doing doing good things against that Baltimore or against that Baltimore secondary. So, um, I don't know any takes off of this game here.
1: Yeah, um, I don't know if and and I I don't know how to phrase what I'm gonna say. Like, I I worry that. T. Higgins is not going to put up another 30-point game um, because I worry about the Bengals' offense. Um, I don't worry, though, that Scott will find a way to continue to put up 170 points every week. So, uh, you know, like I I think that there's a double-edged sword here, right? There's a couple guys on on his team that, like, clearly boomed that I don't expect to do that again. Um, Having Barkley out is going to obviously hurt him. Um, but I'm confident in Scott's ability to, to continue to find a way to put up hundred and seventy points every week and, and make me sad next week.
0: Um <laughs> at least that whenever you play him. I mean his quarterback room <laughs> his quarterback room I really believe in. Um yeah. I, I think Lamar is gonna have that resurgent maybe t- fringe elite year. Um and then I love Jared Goff, especially at the back half of the season for sure. Yep. Um I think the of big support- I that for me I mean two of them off awesome putting up a pretty good game and puts up, you know, not great twelve twelve points. Gino though puts up a good game. But the rest of his bench or the rest of his roster just kind of you know I don't they in the middle round they probably did about average, but unfortunately on a week when average isn't gonna beat a buck seventy, even with Keenan Allen putting up thirty one points.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean it doesn't help that, that Brown it's being reported as turf toe. I don't think the team has come out and said anything yet. Um <laughs> But it's being reported as turf toe. Um, Ridley looked human. I think <laughs> I, I've I've come to the conclusion that my my week two take here is that it's gonna be a nightmare figuring out what Jacksonville receiver is gonna gonna pop off every week. I think that yeah, it's gonna be like Clark a mix up twenty three or twenty two this week. Yep, it's gonna be like a worse version of the Chiefs offense where everybody's mm-hmm. chasing their wide receiver one for, on any given week.
0: Yes. Um yeah. so yeah, I, I I think I can agree with that for sure. Especially you when know, you throw a guy like Evan Ingram in who he puts up eleven points, so it's like, all right, you take that, especially out of your tight end spot, but yeah, you, you you wish you had Kirk this week and not Ridley, but then that like you said that could flip right next week, especially after the week one I that think, Ridley had, so.
1: I think it's interesting too, and and I I would probably stay still stay on paper. Hit is the best. But it's it's interesting that we all thought his wide receiver room was basically unbeatable. Yeah. But like this week it looked very, very beatable.
0: Yeah, I mean I like I said, other than Ridley, I think guys performed within expected results. They just didn't other than Allen, they didn't pop off. But, you know, I, uh, you know, his running back room gives him fourteen points. Um, you know, uh, and then a defense puts up a zero, it's it, it, it was just like I said. It's a weird week. He put up, but he went up against Scott, who put up a a buck seventy. So yeah, absolutely. It, there, there's there's certainly weeks for that win view, but just not this week.
1: Before, so yeah, I, no, absolutely. I'm not. I'm not. I'm making no greater comment besides we hmm. all thought he was going to win because his wide receiver room was that good.
0: Yeah, which is funny because you look at his bench and guys, not that they expected any of these guys to go off, but Tank Dell puts up twenty, <laughs> Jeff Reynolds puts up twenty three. Uh, <laughs> You know he's got guys who put up points. I don't think it's quite you know that he has to be switching anyone out, but he definitely has depth at the position, if nothing else. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, all right, let's move on to your matchup. Pennywise, which is Kevin going up against you, Babyface. Um, you with another big like snap. I think it's, but there was you know, what four teams that put up over a buck seventy this week um, with you going one seventy five sixty four one forty seven six. Uh you take a median win and just I think by just a margin I'm pretty sure um that's the cutoff here is that Kevin takes a median loss, unfortunately.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean if if Chubb or Deshaun Watson doesn't turn the ball over what four times yesterday, three times yesterday, he's he's taken a median win. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, so I don't I mean, know. I guess
1: I, I it's unfair for me to answer this. So do you have any big takeaways from this game?
0: <laughs> no, I mean um I am you, you're we we talked about your wide receiver room. I mean, if Richardson is the guy he was in that quarter in a, in a series, you you may have the best wide receiver room in the league. That, well, or, I'm sorry, quarterback, quarterback room, yeah. In the yeah. yeah, Um I mean, we all said it in the thing. You're probably not playing not next week, but I mean, CD Lamb putting up twenty five and Puka putting up thirty. That's from your wide receiver positions. You feel really good about. So I think that less – I think it just shows really how it'll be my kind of overall take as we kind of get to the end here. The, the variance that early season NFL has where you and I put up the two lowest scores last week and we put up two of the highest this week. It, yeah. Things will even out. And I think this kind of helps give you an idea on some guys on where they'll even out at. But, you know, um, I think you feel good. And I I still think that, you know, 147 last year, our median average was normally somewhere around 140. So don't feel bad about that. I think, he, you know, Kevin just went up against somebody who popped off this week
1: yeah i i, I think 175 180 is probably my ceiling <laughs> like if we're being honest <laughs> with you i i i don't think that i have i have a couple gaps that i need to fill if i want like mm-hmm. if jt comes back i'll be a lot happier uh um, oh yeah you know i i think that if i can figure out that flex spot i'll be a lot happier huh. um but i do trust my team a little bit more than i did coming into this week so yeah
0: for sure. And then let's talk about the last uh, match for the week. This was the the rivalry matches, as we pointed and uh, pointed out on the last episode. The brothers made it with the Bay Harbor Butchers, going up against Dracula next. Nick. Uh, Nick continues his regular season dominance 176 to 151. Uh, Second score this week. Both guys take median wins, which you always feel good about when you take that loss. I love that we do that in this league. Um, any big takeaways from you out of this last matchup?
1: Nick's team is better than I thought.
0: Hmm?
1: I think that's my big takeaway.
0: Sure. Yeah. Uh,
1: I, I know that's uh, not a deep thought, but, you
0: know. It doesn't have to be a deep thought. He's, he's got Joe Burrow, who has had two stinkers of a week. And what's funny is he only gets 21 points out of his quarterback room and still puts up that. But a lot of that's off the back of, Tyler Lockett, who we love. Um, you know, we talk about him on the first, uh, episode of the season about how consistent he is. Dave Davis, who had a, a, a blow but he, you know, can second-highest score out of his defense, which yeah. you, I don't know if you can lean on, but if they, you know, there's always that one defense a year that, that pops off and does it. So you ride it until it does otherwise. So yeah, I think both these guys know where they're at. Um, and, uh, Waddle will come back and I you. With the strip with Devo with me this week and was put put up a down week, but I don't think either of these guys have too much to worry about.
1: No, I, I, I agree. I think that like, and I, I hate to I hate to like rail on, on one thing specifically, but I do think that worry is like I don't think twenty five points is going to be an average week for Wocket. You know, you're you're probably looking at like twelve to fifteen points out of him. Sure. Um,
0: yeah, that's, that's definitely a boom week for um, sure. Uh, you do you do hate to see DeAndre Swift put up twenty seven on the bench, so.
1: Yeah, Um, yeah. yeah. But the problem is, you can't really start DeAndre Swift either, like, until— Well, you
0: couldn't, but maybe this week you do, right? Right, until Gainwell
1: comes back, is what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, I mean, we saw, yeah, exactly, you said Gainwell was getting the majority of the touches in Week 1 in a tough game where they couldn't run the ball, and then all of a sudden they figure out that they can, and he gashes Minnesota's defense. You know, yeah. all, all night long. So yeah, I guess yeah, the question, it's, it's not, you know, nothing wrong with that. He probably plays him next week because we don't know if Gainwell is going to be back. But um, you know, I, he's not upset about knowing <laughs> he has DeAndre Swift in his pocket and can play him uh, over Jamal Williams or someone else like that. So
1: yeah, absolutely.
0: All right, uh, we, like we, I already handed it mine. Like I said, the, you know, I the I always enjoy seeing the amount of variance that the first couple of weeks of the NFL season brings to fantasy because you have these big swings where a team performs so poorly one week, a.k.a. us, and then this week, so much better. Um, so that will even out. but that's really the takeaway that I had from this week. Um, you touched on yours a little, but what was yours?
1: Yeah, so mine is is actually going to be how much the RB landscape has changed, and I know some of that is because of injury, but I also think that we're just kind of seeing the end of the rope for some of these top guys, um, and and I know it kind of sucks to say, but like look at look at your new top guys. You're looking at like Kyron and Robinson and Pollard, Moster, who are all kind of not the big names from last year, right? You don't mm-hmm. really see. I think um, Raiders running back. Doc. Jacobs. That's it. Jacobs isn't even in the top 15, I don't think, at this point. And, and you just don't expect things like that. You know, everybody – I think everybody didn't expect that, and that's why you see people fading running backs as much as they do because it's just yeah. such a uh, fuck. The no-RB
0: or even hero-RB strategy.
1: Yeah. Outside of CMC, right? Like, obviously, CMC's first, and he's going to continue to be first, but I think that's because he's just on a good offense.
0: Yeah. You know? And less healthy, Austin Eckler is probably in as close a vein as you can be to that. But yeah, there aren't really many other guys until people, you know, until Tyron Williams does this, you know, six, seven more weeks in a row and then we have to put him up there. But, right. um, you know, for sure, uh, I think that that's something, you know, I think that that's a good thing to pull out of all this. Um, yep. do with it what you will. Uh, let's take a real quick going around the league. Uh, so Sean, you missed top. your, your,
1: uh, your hmm? from the last week, biggest surprise from the matchup review? Biggest upset? Oh, uh, I think
0: biggest upset, uh, honestly,
1: you, just because of the performance you and I put
0: up last week. You know, I think we kind of illustrated why. And I think I liked Kevin's team a lot. I really liked Kevin's team coming into this league, and I, I still do. I think 147 is not a bad week to have. You just said, guys. Maybe not everyone put up averages, or or some guys put up floors. So, um, yeah, I think for me coming in, the biggest surprise result was definitely you, and how by how much.
1: Yeah, you beat Kevin. Yeah, I think that mine is. I think I, I kind of touched on it briefly. Uh, but mine is Nick. Uh, mm-hmm. I just did not expect another 176 points out of his team. And that's not right. a, a, it meant to be a knock. I just... 176 is usually like the ceiling. You know, we all go, wow, when somebody put up 200 points to be, you know, two weeks in a row 30 points shy of that is not uh, 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 normal, you know?
0: Yeah, no, for sure. I, agree. I mean, I, I think in last week we all picked Nick as well to win that game. So... For sure, it makes sense that 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 comes out as the biggest surprise.
1: Yeah, I mean, I definitely did think he was going to win. I think that, to rephrase that another way, I think the biggest surprise for me is that he's not, If I like when I look at his team, I don't see those points. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I I think he drafted a boring team.
0: That's not an insult. I think he drafted a team that, like, I talked about this, I think, post-draft, that you pick a guy and everyone goes, whoa, that's an exciting pick he drafts the guys like Tyler Lockett where no one says anything, but he's consistently a yeah. fantasy producer. And I think he's got a lot of those kind of guys on his team. Um, and so, uh, yeah, he's probably pretty happy with that. And he's got guys now, he's got Jerome Ford, who has made jokes, we'll see in every trade offer. He offered me a Jerome Ford for Jalen Hurts today. It was
1: a- Did he really?
0: Yeah. I was, he was just my-
1: oh, okay. Um, okay. I was going to um, say, that's that,
0: funny. That, 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 but that, I'm sure, that, I mean, we all... His value.
1: Yeah, I actually just saw not the pivot, but Stefanski said they're just going to roll with Jerome Ford.
0: Yeah, indeed. it's the first time I think I've seen an RB one name. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, but taking a look at the standings, sitting uh, all by his lonesome at the top uh, four, and, uh, the only four a team is Jake the and and Um Then behind him is a round two guys at three and one, which are the brothers, uh, both Nick and Nate. And then um, I'm I'm sure he'll be happy the next time he's on on to talk about it unless, you know, after his team's already fallen apart. But Eddie's also sitting at three and one. Um then the guys, Damon, myself, you, and Scott uh, and Max all sitting at two and two. Uh, Kevin is one and three, but again, I think his team's better than a one and three record, so we'll see that come up. And then not to hit the panic button. It's week two. You never hit the panic button uh, this early on, but the O and four teams are two, C more and, uh, Gustavo Fring, uh, Kyron's team. So yeah, a I, quick breakdown of the standings.
1: Real, real quick pivot off this, just cause I have a question. Yeah. What is generally the, 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 you're kind of fucked on the, uh, playoffs like record. Can like when know? locked out.
0: Yeah. Uh, I honestly couldn't tell you. Okay. That's probably a quick question for Nate and throw it in the chat. I'm sure I'll answer it. But yeah, um, it's, when would you it's when you're mostly mathematically eliminated?
1: No, no, no but like so, what what's what record would you panic? 0 and 0 and 0 and nine, like oh and ten? You know, if, I, mean?
0: Mean? if I if I went six, I would make a move. That's right. just me personally.
1: If okay. right. you 0 gotta
0: win 0 two even 0 and four can be matchup based, I think three weeks in a row, and also you know the amount of points you're putting up as a team. Um I think that even even if you're losing your head to head you to hopefully hit that median, and if you can't do that three weeks in a row, you're, you're probably yeah you've got a problem yeah you probably at that point make moves or try to do something
1: yeah it's actually funny and and maybe you know but I, I'm surprised how little movement there's been as a whole in the league in terms of trades
0: I honestly expected that I know that that was our one of our big things is how much we trade and don't get me wrong I I love the trading um I, I haven't been doing as much of it because of how busy really I've been in real life. Um, because I know I've had, you know, plenty of folks reach out, but, um, it, I think people, because it is, it is early and because it's been such a high variance, um, we, from a lot of guys who haven't had consistent performances, I think that people are maybe un, unwilling to move guys because they either don't know values or a you know, guy's value is uncertain because of what he's doing. Next week, I bet. I bet when when you start to get the to, when you start to get separation, you'll start to see a lot more movement.
1: Yeah, that's kind of what I figured. You're looking at the first three yeah. three or four weeks without anything, and then um, bye weeks, and as people start to hit panic buttons, are when when you'll see movement. So,
0: uh, well, moving on, let's uh, preview next week's matchup to kind of see who's got what going on. Uh, first of all, we'll take a look at the the meeting of the 0 and fourteen. Uh, we'll take a look at going up. The toilet the
1: bowl.
0: <laughs> Listen, this could be the the one that pops off. Um, taking a look at this matchup, I know for me, I think there's a clear favorite that I have. Um, but how do you see this one kind of boiling out?
1: God, Sean, I hmm. let me go look at this just to make sure I get my my thoughts right here. I mean, Scott, up will a little. Um, um, no, I'm good. I'm looking at it now. I think that. Uh, so I think I'm going to go with Morgoth, who is JC. JC. Um, I just like his quarterback room better. I, you know, to be honest, I, that's what. It no, comes I it's to.
0: as simple as that for me as well. I don't think there's much more to it. Um, because they both have skilled position guys who I really like. I don't know. Again, we don't pull a whole lot of like weighted projections. I don't know about 20 points against a Pittsburgh defense from Devonte Adams. With, you know, assuming Garoppolo as a quarterback, but. You never know. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think I think you kind of hit the nail on the head there.
1: Yeah, I I just I, I don't I don't think that Jimmy Garoppolo is the guy to put up twenty points all the time mm-hmm. with Adams. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, he's good enough to manage an NFL team. He's a professional, you know, NFL quarterback. But from a fantasy perspective, um, I mean, we'll we'll see. But you know, he could continue on down the line if they have to throw the ball forty times a game, but. Um I just think against that defense in particular. You know. Yeah. Uh I don't know if I see that for just making a whole lot of sense and for that alone. And he's got he's got the the Oakland he's got the or excuse me, the Las Vegas stack. He has Jimmy Garoppolo, Josh Jacobs, and Devontae Adams. And you like investing in a teams, especially high teams. I don't know if that's the, the team you want to be invested in every week because unfortunately I think that sometimes they're just gonna get shot. Yes. All right. Uh, so I, you're, you're taking uh, yes. You're taking DC in that one, correct? Yep. yep.
1: Uh, moving on to the next
0: one. Uh, going to be Negan. Uh Damon going up against Cocaine Bear Uh Um, I really think this is this is an intriguing matchup for sure. But right, uh, what are your thoughts?
1: It's tough, man. And I'm I'm gonna say something that I'm gonna regret. I think cocaine bear is me from last year. I think he's going oh, to continue. Oh,
0: that might be that might be your spicy state dog this season.
1: Yeah, I think he's going to continue to win, but I think he's a fraud. He's just a filthy little liar that won't stop <laughs> winning. <laughs> no, I it, uh,
0: not the views reflected on this uh,
1: podcast are the views of all uh, members of this podcast. Yes, they are. Um, no, I, I, joking aside, I, I I think that his he's had good performances, propped up by propped up by guys who are performing above expectations, and here's what I'll say: if Addison, if Pickens keeps performing like this, then he's going to be really yeah. happy, and he's he does he it should be a. You know, four and zero, a six and zero team. You know, um, I think Pickens is not going to put up the same number of points. That that offense is not going to give Pickens a seventy yard touchdown again. You know what I mean? Um, Addison, I do think is going to keep performing. In fact, I remember early on in our first podcast, I said Addison was the rookie to grab because he's on an offense that will actually use him, unlike JSN or Quinn and Williams or Quinn and Williams. What's the other one? Chargers. Quentin Johnson. Yeah. 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 So, point being, I do think Addison will continue because we all know Kirk Couso likes to, future Steelers Kirk Cousin uh, likes to throw the football.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I, think, I, I,
1: think, I see that. Um, we,
0: we, we know what we think of the, in the wide receiver room. I think some of the guys who are performing above expectation. I don't. I don't necessarily think that that that's something we can't expect. Right? I get it. Jordan Love had two really good weeks, and I'm not saying he's the next, you know, feeling hurt, but it, he doesn't have to be, right? He's got two running quarterbacks who also are becoming more proficient with their arm as the season goes on. Field struggled week one, but you know, I again, I, I'm not sure what I get out of that room. But yeah. I, I like. It. I just tend personally I'm inclined to, to like his, to like his wide receiver room or quarterback room. I don't like keep doing that. I'm gonna tap on though to your guy, the guy you loved preseason coming in, uh, and that's Jimmy gift, Yep, with Montgomery going down, he was clearly off last week. Yep. I, I haven't seen any reports he's got a to leg say reverse. that. Outcomes. Yeah. yeah, so he now becomes the future. He's not just going to be the guy running the swing around on the backfield to catch the ball. He's, he's going to be the feature back most likely, um, and I think that really props him up as a potential RB one for for fantasy. Um, and I am personally a fan, as we talked about between the uh, A-B- between Brown stuff and Devontae Smith. I'm I'm leaning that Devontae Smith's going to be the guy more often than not this year. So I think for me, I'm going. i think I think with is winning ways. It'll be close, but I think Jake with is winning
1: ways. Yeah, I think I, I think that we know Turf Toe can be a bitch to come back from. Mm-hmm. And if, if Amon Ra has Turf Toe or got Turf Toe and all, that could be a problem for him moving forward, you know? For sure. So, for sure. So, so who do you take him? Uh, I'm going to take Jake.
0: Cocaine Bear. Alright. Uh, next, we'll look at my matchup. It is Norbert against Pennywise with this Um
1: who you, who you got? Oh, fuck me. Um, nope, that's the wrong, that's the wrong one. Apologies. I was pulling up. You guys are actually, uh, the line here is plus 1.9. Uh, and you guys are fifty fifty 50 chance. I'm going to take you because Deshaun Watson is a little bitch and he sucks football. So that's why I'm yeah. going to take you. That's right
0: Yeah. I really think this is a point. Flip. Um, I like as many of the guys on my roster. I like I like just as many on his. And again, I think some guys have performed under expectation, but I'm not sure if that's going to stay consistent. I Still, hate Kyle Pitts, unfortunately, because he's an Arthur Smith offense. Um, but also, none of my tight ends have put up anything. I'm uh, just to be selfish. I'll take myself. Yeah. Um. Because I don't think there's anything. There's 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 that little I think between our teams, especially looking at the matchups for that week. Um. So moving on to the next one, it is Eddie uh, versus Nick. Ooh yeah, got both three and one teams coming to the week. So this line is plus
1: zero. <laughs> um, this yeah. game is a literal coin coin flip. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go Nick. Next. I think he's got yeah. a better team. Just like being honest. Uh, Christian Kirk is a toss-up on any given week. I assume Kyron is gonna be good. ETN is gonna be good. Diggs will be good. Um Yeah, I, I just I, I keep coming back to Young, honestly, and I know that, that Eddie took him early and is high on him. I keep coming back to Young, and I just think that Young is gonna hurt Eddie in every matchup that is close. And and yeah. if I'm if I'm gonna be completely honest, and I apologize in advance, Eddie, for what I'm about to say, but I, I, you need to cut him. There's better quarterbacks on the waiver wire. Like like Baker Mayfield delivering with a spicy cake. Baker Mayfield put up twenty one points and that doesn't look to be slowing down at all. I like I Stafford has shown that he can sling the ball still. Mm-hmm. Any one of those guys would, would put you up, I believe. Would would put your team to a position where you're not I'm not worried about Bryce Young, and I don't even think it's it's a it's a product of Bryce Young's talent. I think it's a product of his best weapon is Adam Thielen. Like, what? do you Yeah, I mean, Thielen popped off this week. I don't know. <laughs> sure. Okay. No, it it
0: is a wide receiver retirement home, unfortunately, a little bit. And then they've got the uh the rookie, um, whose name Mingo. is
1: escaping me. Mingo. Mingo.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mingo. Um, I see what you're saying. I. I think I, I think I agree with you that i just paper comparison. I like Nick's team more. Um Burrow being hurt scares me. Car oh, in Green Bay. I don't know. I just have a bad feeling about that one. Um I like Tylen Lockett, but Hopkins has not been lighting the world on fire, unfortunately. Um McLaurin, it seems like another wide receiver situation where it's Dotson week one and McLaurin week two. And Jim Davis, we know is a big boomer bus guy. Um, I think I'm gonna give this one to Eddie because this podcast isn't all Eddie slander. So I I know he's your rival, so you have to. Yeah, but yeah. I, I think not necessarily for any like logical reasons. I think I'm just going to take Eddie to pull this one out.
1: Yeah, to be clear, I also hold a grudge because of last year. So Eddie just needs to be emotionally not prepared. not a
0: 9 and 1 team and you've never been.
1: Yeah, Eddie just needs to be emotionally prepared for a week or the next however many weeks of just absolute slander on this podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah, because especially if he thinks of winning and he goes 9 and 1. Oh.
1: Yeah, you're not a real 9 and 1 team.
0: No matter what his record is, he's not. Yeah. Unless he unless he loses from here on out, then then you'll you'll credit that to him. Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> moving on though with the week, then uh, we will take a look at your matchup. You are facing Scott. Um, I'll I'll take a look here real quick again. Your wide receiver. These may be the two best wide receiver rooms in the league, right? Um, so I think you know I, we give you, you maybe the nod a little bit here, but again. Connor has a tough matchup this week. I'm assuming that name Najee Harris is going to change to Jalen Warren, but even then, uh, I'm not sure you know what he can put up against.
1: For what it's worth, I have Warren in my flex right now.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, Warren is in the flex. So, I mean, that's even. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Uh, just kidding. So, I, uh, you have a great wide receiver room and a great quarterback room. Um, like you said, there are some suspect questions around that. and Wow. Some injuries that, that Scott's definitely going to have to deal with. I unfortunately, I'll give the, for your sake. Unfortunately, for Scott,
1: I'll give the nod to, to Scott. You did him. peep that I don't have a defense right now, right?
0: I did not. I did not see that there was no defense on the, on that. But even still, I yeah. No, I, I, I think yeah. that yeah. I, I think I think I still I give the 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 nod to to Scott this week.
1: Yeah. So I I I personally. I'm going to pick myself, selfishly, once again. Um, primarily because, while I think that Scott will recover long-term, I think that he needs to figure out how to replace Saquon. Um, right now he's got Aaron Jones um, slotted in, but Aaron Jones is questionable, and we're not even sure if he's coming back yet. Um, so, the point that I'm getting at here is I think that he has some talent here. Um, I think that he's going to be good. I just I don't know if he's going to recover in one week enough yeah. to beat me. But also sure. to to knock myself a little bit, I don't think DJ Moore is going to put up sixteen points this week. I just I think that's unrealistic for me to expect. Um, CD Lamb is going against Arizona, and Arizona is bad. And what we saw last time that the were against a bad team, the Giants. They they shut CD Lamb down, and he ended up with eleven points. You know,
0: um, you, can't, you can't let Eddie have anything. You can't let him a fantasy. You that can't was not it. It really? was
1: not a knock against a, a Eddie. That was a knock against the fact that that the Cowboys shut CD Jones down against the Giants, and he put up eleven points. And I need him to put up more than eleven points if I'm going to beat Scott on any given week. You know, I, I need yeah. So. Point so B. Are you taking yourself or you I, I am. I, and I, I I do have some questions. I don't know if I'm going to start both Najee and Warren. Probably not. Um. So, I, but I am going to take myself, especially if Richardson's healthy. If Richardson's healthy, mm-hmm. then I like. I, I do think he's easy twenty-five points for me. So. Sure.
0: All right. Well, then the last matchup of the week. Uh, it's the new brother, rivalry. Uh, we have Max. Tosh- Flinging flats are going up against the Bay Harbor Butchers, which is of course Nate. Um, Nate being three and one, and Max two and two. Um, who are you feeling for this last match?
1: I'm going to take Nate. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think that Max has got a little bit of an injury bug right now that he needs to work mm-hmm. through, and I think that he'll be fine long term. But he's got to. He really does have to get uh get past like. Right now, he's got Montgomery hurt. He's got Watson hurt. Zay Jones. We're not sure if he'll play this week or not. Yep, he's got to figure out if lo- he wants to start London. Um, uh, I-, I just think that he's got some people that he needs to work through before he can, uh, yeah, you know, confidently win yep. games.
0: Yeah, even I think we've seen what kind of production Nate's team can put up over the last two weeks. So I yeah, I I think this one may be the has the widest you know, uh, margin here of all the ones we're looking at, not just for whatever their objections are, in, in reward applications. So I agree with you. I'll take Nate as well.
1: Yep. Um, I think then why don't we go ahead and jump
0: into our next
1: yeah. segment? So, we're going to wrap this up with some NFL news and fantasy impact. Um, I don't believe we identified it a whole lot this week. Um, basically, it's just Cam Akers once again mysteriously shut down by uh, McVeigh and the Rams and put back on the trade block. Um, I did see that there were some conversations like with teams about him. So there might be interest. He might come back to be relevant, but really with no explanation, he was put on. Uh, he was shut down again. Yeah, McVeigh hates him.
0: So yeah, it, it does seem that there's not just a level of like, player ability here in this conversation with him. It does seem like it is a personality who, where I don't know who he does or doesn't want to play for or what have you. Whatever the reason might be, like we, we're not that for him. But, yet yeah, you always see in these situations, we've had a lot of them this year, really, just like, the guy needs to go, go to some other team, go someplace else, and maybe he'll perform. You know? um, so we'll see if there's any there's Maybe, you know, somewhere like Cleveland, who I know they said they named a starter, but maybe – Ford struggles for a week or two to be the starter. Maybe you'll see movement there. We've all, I mean, we still got a ton of other free agent, you know, running backs out there, so you don't know what the market looks like. But, um yeah, definitely something to keep your on for fans, especially owners of him. Uh, have him in the Super League in the same one that I lost Chubb in. So it's been a time.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> been a time.
0: Uh, well,
1: yeah. Go ahead.
0: No, I was just going to say, uh, we, with that, I think that about covers our week this week. I'll uh, – We'll still post an over/under in the chat, just so everyone can. So we'll, we'll 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 post it up there. But uh, just on an abbreviated week, we'll uh we'll look ahead to week three then, and um, you know I think that's all I got to say. What about you, Barry?
1: Yeah, I mean as always, we're looking forward to week three. It should be a fun week three. Um, I think mm-hmm. we're getting to the part of the season where things are starting to take shape, and we get a little bit a little bit of narratives coming out of out of our our weeks, which gives us something a little yeah. bit more to talk to talk about. Um. Yeah. As an aside, Sean is out, and Nate has gracefully saved us all from me wearing a mustache and doing two different <laughs> voices for the podcast. So um, Nate will be joining me next week in hosting our podcast while Sean is out.
0: Yeah, well, we'll let it I'll come back and do it every once in a while. Um, yeah. but,
1: but not for long, because you know. this is not a professional
0: podcast. No, <laughs> absolutely not. Rule number one. <laughs> um, all right. Well then, I think if that's all you have, that's all I have as well. We can go ahead and sign out, and uh, everyone have a good week three, and uh, we'll yeah. see you on the next.
1: Good luck. I'm always open to trade if somebody's got ideas. Always, Have a have good night. Bye, everybody. Week.